ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Wrecking and Racing, folks. This is your host this week, Lugs, with my special co-host, Saka. Hello again. Ladies and gentlemen, Saka here, back. Back again. Back it's again. A, it has been a long maybe time. Maybe a year since yeah. you've made an appearance on I, here? I think it was Talladega, and I remember picking Newman and him doing Ta- really Talladega well. Talladega last fall? Yeah, Talladega okay. last fall, yeah, something yeah. like that. So. Um, so welcome back. Thank you. It's and, good and to be back. Thanks for stepping in for the the gas man. Yeah, he's, gas man's off uh, doing his learning. So yeah, he's doing a, the adult thing. Something up in Wisconsin, eating cheese curds or something. Probably those so. are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're, we'll hear from the gas man here shortly. Uh, he he is going to call in for a little bit on this call. Give give us his Watkins Glen thoughts and his picks for Michigan this week and. See if he's got a pedestal he wants to get up on. This I'm weekend. sure he does. So yeah. look, at, um, look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as always, fans, uh, thank you for listening to us. Get on here and rant and talk about NASCAR, what we're passionate about. We appreciate that. Uh, go out and tell your friends. Follow us on Facebook. I'm sure you probably already have if you're listening to this. But if you haven't, please go like Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, all the social medias. Tell your friends, family, priest, whoever, and uh, get let us get those listening numbers up we need them so uh we'll go ahead and jump in here man let's do it uh, let's talk about uh let's talk about Watkins Glen yeah out of course. out of all the weeks that NASCAR goes to this is the one where they say you know take what we normally do and throw it all out the window yeah we had a dirt track on Wednesday and two road courses this weekend yeah yeah absolutely so uh cup and Xfinity at Watkins Glen truck series at Eldora Let's just start off with the Cup Series and talk about uh, what happened in that race. So, winner of the weekend, obviously Chase Elliott, defender, dominating, dominating yeah, that, this weekend. That that was a theme this whole weekend that I noticed was domination. The leaders, once they got out front, the leaders were nigh untouchable. Uh, the truck race and the Cup race in particular, if pit stops were not a thing, there would have been no lead changes in either race. Yeah, yeah, and, and we'll get to the Eldora race, but uh, I was a little bit let down by that race. Too many caution flags. I uh, hope they learn from that race, but we'll get into that yep. here in a little bit. Indeed. So uh, Chase dominated at uh, Watkins Glen, won every stage, won the race. I was almost... Um, repeat of last year as far as very similar him and truex and the racing style and how close they were they were by far the most dominant vehicles um so i mean i thought it was a good race though overall had some drama we had uh had a couple people mad at each other, yeah. a couple intentional wrecks, and yeah, this, uh, post-race confrontations. When when you're when you race close quarters, whether it be a short track or a road course, you you know you're right next to the guy who you're trying to pass a whole lot more often than you are on a restricted play track for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's just get into some of the altercations that we saw. Oh uh, goody! So first off, we saw lap two essentially byron and, and kyle bush get into yeah it. i didn't think byron did anything wrong there no not I, from the point of view i saw bush lost it he might have locked it up or he tried to turn down off of I think he byron. Got on those rumble strips on the inside and how many times have we done this and in, in any of the sim races that we do we we get light ended right there and then you steer 
into the little ditch there or the inside retaining yep. wall of lot so I, I don't i think it was just a racing thing and and obviously kyle didn't feel that way yeah you're going downhill 40 feet 50 feet going into a 90 degree right hand corner with no margin for error luckily it's paved out there now it used to yeah. in the good old days with the, the the gravel trap and the kitty litter mm-hmm. uh but he got in there he turned hard and it looked like possibly byron might have pinched him off so kyle turned the wheel hard right to stay off of him of course your rear end's already light with that massive front brake and around you go mm-hmm. yeah and then so literally a uh, few laps later we see kyle which he did just did a 360 kept going no caution really did a hell of a job getting oh, yeah. the thing back up he, to speed and he kyle that that's... yeah he pulled a kyle uh <laughs> dude's got talent i'll give him that but Gets it back going again, catches back up to Byron later in the stage, and dumps him going into, into the bus, the bus stop. stop. Mm-hmm. And it, they didn't get a really good, clear picture of that at first, or a portrayal of what had happened. It looked like he just overshot the bus stop when I first seen it. Mm. And uh, essentially, <laughs> come to find out, well, Kyle dumped him going in there. Yeah. So, um, nonetheless, uh, there's a few people not happy about that. Chad, Chad Kowski Kowski one was of the them. first. Yeah. So tell uh, tell us what happens next and your take on that. Oh, man. So I don't know if William Byron had... I almost got into junior there. I don't know uh, <laughs> what happened to William. No. Uh, William, I don't know what his demeanor is on a week-to-week basis. Is he frustrated? Is he loud on the radio? I, 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 I haven't heard any communication from his uh, cockpit, but... We know how vocal Chad Knauss is and has been in the past, and Chad Knauss being Chad Knauss says, if that 18 gets back around here and you haven't gotten into him, then we're going to have an effing problem. And so good good driver does what crew chief wants, <laughs> and he tries to clean his grill, in quotation marks, on the back bumper of Kyle Busch, and uh, Kyle was having none of it. Yeah, he, he brake-checked him. Everyone's like, oh, that's so stupid. And, okay, maybe in hindsight, yeah, it wasn't the smartest move, but I don't think Byron expected Kyle no. to brake-check him. And that's where the damage, significant damage came from. I think he was going to get up there and show his displeasure. He was. Maybe push him a little bit, nudge him, bump him, whatever. But I don't think he expected no. him to brake. And that's classic Ky- Kyle. Kyle turned it up to a, 11. That's a like, Kyle that's, move. Oh, yeah. He saw him coming. And brake checked him, and and that ruined Byron's day. Which, and of course, that was my pick for one of my picks for the weekend. So, I was like, great, here we are, lap freaking whatever it was, fifteen or twenty, and one of mine's already done for the day. But he salvaged, uh, I think, a twenty-first out of it. I mean, he's lucky he didn't blow the radiator. Oh, oh yeah, out I was of it just or, waiting for that thing to go up. Yeah. I've, so, he's honestly a little fortunate that it wasn't worse than what it what it actually was. Um. So that was altercation number one. Uh, altercation number two later on in the race we see um well i guess was it bubba or was it the johnson one that happened next bubba bubba kyle or was it uh johnson and blamey i, I think it was bubba yeah because i think it was with 30 to go or something so like whenever, that, yeah. uh, johnson and blaney got into it so nonetheless we'll talk about the blaney kyle incident uh apparently they johnson. made or i'm sorry the uh yeah bubba and kyle incident first so mm-hmm. uh, apparently they uh they, I don't even know what. No, I don't know what off. kicked oh, it they off. Did, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Kyle uh, dumped Bubba into the yeah, carousel. Yep, yep, That's and, right. And, so he spun out. We didn't again. Once yeah. again, didn't have a good camera. 
footage it was just of it, Bubba but... backwards sliding up and yeah into the tires. Yeah. So at some point they reconnected and get into a bumping fest down the uh... or and then you know going into that first turn someone's getting spun and it's yeah. going to be the guy who's in front of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know I, kudos to Bubba for standing his ground. He's not having the greatest season. It was a good fan a fan response. Yeah. The I fans think, really liked I it. I think he won some fans from yeah. that. Absolutely. But uh, he hooked him. Kind of in the wrong direction. I mean, now that that's all paved down there, I don't know. I mean, it would be kind of cool to see him get stuck in the sand. Yeah, he would have got stuck. Had this been the ye old Watkins Glen, he would have got buried in the cat litter for sure. But, I mean, if you're going to spin a guy, that's the best place to do it. Probably one of the slowest parts of the track. Yeah. You can get into him, shove him out of and the way, and still keep car. and not being accused of being a wrecker. Oh, you destroyed my car. No, I've just sent you through the turn. And you got what you got. Yeah. Um, so essentially, you know, standing ovation from the crowd. Oh, yeah, Bubba for sure. That. Uh, and then with 30 to go, essentially, Blaney was trying to get around Jimmy Johnson. He feels that he drove through him is what Johnson said. He feels Blaney like basically drove through him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Johnson spun out, lost a lot of positions, ultimately didn't finish well. Somehow he still gained points. Yeah. He had he finished I think within the top ten of the first two stages. That's the only thing that really saved him. He's actually he actually somehow improved his points in the points and he's he's at a zero percent or zero, zero point, point deficit now. Thanks he's tied, top five tied with tied with Newman. <laughs> I think they're going by best finish and Johnson has a third and Newman has a fifth. Yeah, so at least he came out better than when he went in, but. I understand, you know, he was hoping to do better than that. And uh, after the race, then they confront each other on pit road. That's the most pissed off I've seen Johnson. Yeah. And uh, maybe And ever. I think Blaney, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and the funny part is, like, he was saying, oh, Blaney was quivering. Blaney was quiver, quivering. He was shaking. <laughs> quivering. <laughs> he was quivering. <laughs> yeah, he was quivering and, and Shaking scared. and scared. And, and then when they went to Blaney with that, he was like, mm, no. 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 And even in the video, he, no, was, I was he, looking cause, he was typical Blaney. Yeah. Didn't have a lot to say, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Just, uh, I guess good for Johnson for standing up. But how many times have we seen veterans have a season like Johnson's having, and then they hit that breaking point, you know, and, and then yeah, it's I just think like Bubba both and Johnson, like Gordon, this is a Stewart. I mean, everybody's had that boiling point at some point i think it just came to and this year is both of theirs mm-hmm. and i mean well johnson's continuing on from last year you know bubba has high expectations of himself i don't know if he could get any more out of that 43 but he, he feels he can and that's you know degrading for the driver who isn't improving and he knows he can do he can do better yeah. and you just week after week after week after week it just grates on you and there is a boiling point mm-hmm. and you know with uh 12 no 13 races to go in the season i mean not that many to go in the chase until until the cutoff i mean you got to make moves now yeah yeah so essentially is it four races left it is let's see we got michigan we got bristol we got darlington and we got indy and then that is it four races to go and i mean it's still anybody's race as far as getting in the top 16 so for sure um, Suarez is like 23 points out, man. I mean, that's that's swing of one race, especially with, with Bristol coming Bristol up. Bristol is a big question mark. Darlington, you know, if you're off, you're off there, and it's a small margin of error, one-and-a-half-lane racetrack. I yeah, mean, it's, exactly. you could, your day could end pretty pretty badly. And then Indy, if you're the dominant car, you can 
pretty much walk away. So you need to hit that. If, if you're just off on Indy, there's no passing zones there. And you'd think with yeah. the long straightaways, you can get a run. And typically in the past, we haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, and so with, with uh, Chase winning this weekend, that basically was nine different winners in the last nine different races that we've had up to that point. Mm. Do you see a 10th different winner this weekend at Michigan? Michigan, it's possible. It, it really is. Um, I wouldn't know who has the best on, shot. Put you on the spot there. I mean, it could, like, it could be Byron. Like, Byron could pull one out at Michigan. I'm thinking Jones, maybe. Jones could pull one the, out. The way like, that Gibbs has been running. I mean, it's it's possible. It, it's entirely possible. Um, hat tip to Matt DiBenedetto. He came home yeah. six. So another, He's impressing in that 95. Another top and I don't think 10 for him. Casey Kane did as well in that 95 as DiBenedetto is this year. No, but they didn't have the, you know, Toyota the, the Alliance, Alliance either. Yeah. So I think that's been a lot. I'm not going to discredit Matt at all, but, you know, I think that that relationship definitely has, has helped that mm-hmm. team and Bob Levine. For sure. Um, let's see, what else? So you're going to say it's potential for 10th different winner in the 10th different race this weekend. I agree. Um, now, who who it would be? You know that's that's the question. So it, it, you say Byron, I Byron. say Jones. Could be Suarez. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he actually had a good finish in the earlier Michigan race this year. So, uh, question going back to Watkins Glen: Was it a good race? The yeah, Jeff Gluck Jeff Gluck poll. What do you think it was? Or did you? See I it? voted no. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, it it's. And we get to this definition of what makes a race a race. Is it to where, I guess, the Formula One mindset where the fastest car wins? Mm-hmm. And if, if the fastest car wins, that's a good race. Or is it battles for the lead? Is it lead changes? Is it action in the middle of the pack? Is it caution? So Honestly, 90% of the fans are, I guarantee you, based on who yeah. wins the race. Yeah. Yeah. And so, in this case, guess what the, the most percentage pop- was? Most popular driver it wins. Eighty-four percent said yes, it was a good race. Yeah, and I thought it was a good race, but that's a large amount of yeses for a, a race with one lead change yeah. on the records. I mean, yeah. it's not or two. I guess he lost it and got it back, but you know, yeah, I mean, he led two what, leaders, what two lead changes, eighty laps or eighty-two laps out of 90? eighty-two of ninety, yeah, yeah, something like that. So, you know, to me, that's not a race. But then the purest will say, well, if you win the race by 15 laps, that's an excellent race because you showed up and ran them into the into the ground. So I don't know. It's like, what what did you want out of the weekend? And I, I kind of wanted to see more battles for the lead. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll tell you what I wanted to see. And, I mean, you, you did see, I mean, Truex was there. Oh, he right? was there. He was putting he the was pressure there. on. But how can you say that this race was better than 2011 when you had Kyle getting dumped by Brad and then Ambrose chasing him down and they just taking each other out each corner. Yeah, laying into each other. I mean, that race was Using the stock car as it's meant to be used. Yeah, yeah. I want that. I want that product back. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, um, Some good news, though. I mean, it was a sold-out race. Yes, fourth in a row? That I don't know. So I think they said the fourth consecutive Watkins sellout Glenn. for Watkins Glen. Oh, well, Glenn, good for so. them. They said uh, 23,000 campers, 101,000 attendees, but the grandstand sold out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's awesome. Um, 
and go go back 15 20 years would a road course sell out like no. was that a no. destination that Mm-mm. nascar fans had to go no. to and that's but the product has evolved oh, it has. and has become to use the clutch on your downshifts like with the new transmissions there's no clutch needed except to get off pit road your upshifts are just get off the gas your downshifts are blip the throttle and it's it's you know that's more comfortable for a driver than using three feet or two feet for three pedals. Yeah. Like you're, the r- days of Ricky Rudd and, you know, Mark Martin and those guys that can heal and toe amazing, you don't need it anymore. Right. So, you know, that brings a lot more drivers into the fold to, ro- to road race. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the other thing is <laughs> I saw this on Twitter, and I know I know <laughs> Gasman's take on this, and we'll pro- and that'll come up here in a minute. But when he calls us, but uh, some people are saying that Watkins Glen deserves a double header instead of Pocono, or like Pocono, it deserves a double header. What do you think? It wouldn't be bad, especially on a weekend where rain is a threat. You have one dry race, one wet race. Ooh, that would be casual. that would be interesting. You would see two completely different races. It it would be amazing to see hmm. that but you know weather is not dictated by the sanctioning body so that's not a guarantee sure but you know but it, it increases the chances if they said they they cut a race from a track and said we're given a second race to Watkins Glen sure I'd be up for it yeah we'll get gas fans take on that I already know what it is but <laughs> we'll get we'll get his take on it I'm, um, I'm sure it's not safe for safe for consumption <laughs> yeah so uh, let's see here. Anything else? I mean, going back to the fact that Kyle Busch tussled with Byron and Bubba, what's funny is that both of those drivers raced for him at, at KBM. Oh, yeah. In the truck series. How about that? So just goes to prove, I guess, when you get to the cup series, gloves are off. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter who and, got you where. Yeah, and it's got to be. Like, those rides are pristine rides. You've got, you know... A, a thousand you guys fight for your name doesn't matter if he got you in that seat previously or not you got to fight for your life now yeah you've got a thousand drivers that could race in the cup series today right now and do just as good a job as you can so you know you have to stand your ground and show your team owner choose me not that guy mm-hmm. or you know that girl i mean there's some talent in the female area coming up so you know the racing is evolving and you have to adapt right all right, and with that, I think Gasman is uh, giving us a call. So, all right, folks, and we got Gasman on the phone here. He just gave us a call. What's up, Gasman? What is up, fellas? <laughs> Live and remote from the cornfields of Wisconsin, or where are you at? Yeah, I'm, in, uh, I'm driving around the streets of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Ooh, do you see yeah, Paul Menard? Does he what? Do you see Paul Menard anywhere? I, I do not, but I know that Menard got their start actually right here around this area. Uh, and I have not seen uh, Matt Kenneth or uh, Natalie Decker either. So. <laughs> well, you, you better go buy something from Menards and support Menards. Uh, I bought plenty from Menards recently. <laughs> That's right. You just <laughs> basically recited your whole, whole house, didn't you? Yeah, plus windows, plus doors. Yeah. Must be nice being rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Socket, how is it? <laughs> what do you what do you mean rich? <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah, uh, far, far from, far from. 
Well, thank you for joining us. We yeah. were just discussing a little bit of the Watkins Glen action there, Gasman. I know road courses are your favorite. Give us your take on the weekend. So, okay, so I, 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 first off, I stuck my foot so far basically up my ass, I'm pacing <laughs> my toes. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, so obviously Chase did better than 15th. I think that's a given now. Um, I look like a complete freaking idiot. And it, when it, it, and I thought to myself when you said that that day, I was like, man, out of spite, I would just pick Chase. If I had, I would have had first and second, and I, I screwed up, man. So I can't make fun of you too bad because I'm kicking myself for not picking him because I thought about it. Oh, okay, so, I mean, everything is such a mental game. I thought for sure that he would have had to get like a – you know, a top 15 run, top 20 run to even think about contending for another win. Not the so, case. Not the case. He had a hell of a car, man, that's I, for sure. Yeah, he, he did. He did. Now, let's, let's talk about the racing itself. So, I, I'm going to throw up some questions your way. You take out the incidents with Kyle Busch and, you know, Bubba and Kyle and Byron or Jimmy and Blaney, okay? You take those, you take those events out. Yep. How was the racing itself? Not great. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that, that's exactly what I'm going to key in on is that that's what made that race exciting. And I don't know what Jeff Gluck's poll was, but I'm sure it was pretty good. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It was 84%. 84% said yes. Yeah. The actual racing itself was not worthy of that number. But did it have some excitement? Yeah, it absolutely had some excitement. The altercations... In the finish, you know, Chase uh, being pressured by Truex there, you know, the last 10 laps, that was exciting. But was the racing product, you know, worthy of an 84% saying yes? No, that's the Chase Elliott fans saying, I like the race winner. That's what made this a good race. No, 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 that's not. No, 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 I disagree with you. That is Kyle Busch hater saying, yeah. Well, okay, that. Or, or that. So it's probably yeah. half and half. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. But, I, I give you that. But, but I, overall, I saying that though, I did think it was a good race overall. Saka said it's not it was not a good race, but I think overall it was a good race. Uh, maybe not the. Ex- I say, I say it was not a good race. I, I do not think it was a good race. All right, two against one, but um, yeah. you know, I, I it definitely isn't the worst race we've had at Watkins Glen. I put that, and it was better than Sonoma earlier in the year, obviously. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, but I think that. Yeah, you, you actually text me during the race and you say, how the hell do you not like road courses? Well, I mean, really, uh, they, they've, they've laid so many duds that there, there's reasons I don't. But, I mean, sometimes, like, the, the Roval last year or the road course races last year were pretty good. I feel like they've, they've bottomed out this year, so I'm hoping the Roval picks them back up. Fans, I want to know your side of this. Do you agree with Sock and Gas Man? Are you on my side? Was it a good race overall? Send us wrecking and racing at gmail.com. Send us your response. Or, or slide into our DMs on Twitter or Facebook or whatever else. You whatever, whatever. Yeah, the Gas Man is going to be bored over the next week. Give him something to do. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I've already been guilty of uh, Twittering and driving. And uh, <laughs> Well, don't. You well, know, my auto crack on my phone is like. Like, I was trying to type, but somebody was asking about uh, pit viper sunglasses. So I was trying to respond, 
And at first it says, I try to say double wide for the, their, their wider glasses that they offer. Then my Twitter message came through as double side. <laughs> then I was trying to correct that. And then I went to double wife. Hmm. Well, so, moral of the yeah, story, how about yeah. you just not tweet and drive? How about that? I know, I know. I'm trying to take care of the fans. The fans are so important to me. I was trying to, trying to get a response as fast as I could. They're so important to you that you'd endanger the lives yeah. of complete strangers on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Possibly and, uh, the very I'm fans. Going to, I'm going to like 85, too, so they may have had a part of it. I don't All right. know. Well, I'll be sure that I turn this over as evidence if you get an accident yeah. this week. Your eulogy <laughs> will be, it's for the fans. <laughs> well, put that yeah. on your tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. All it's right. All for the fans. All fans, if you get bored, send me some Snapchats. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> There's a couple people I talked to via Snapchat. So let's have more fans Snapchats and talk to us. Yeah, I our, say us. It's, it's mainly me, but yeah. Our young millennial gas man is embracing technology. Something like that. Something like right. that. So, Gasman, we were talking uh, with Chase winning this weekend. It's been nine different winners in the last nine races. Will we get a tenth different winner this weekend at Michigan? Uh, um, I think he just crashed. Are you okay, Gasman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that or okay. he had another. He had another episode like we talked about last week at oh, Texas. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on, hold on, one second there, Saka. So, look, did you see the message on Facebook from our fan, Mike? <laughs> yes, and, I, you know, I can't say that I've done that either. What? How in the hell have you not at least sharded one? <laughs> Sokka, weigh in. Give us your situation here. Have you done either? Both. <laughs> All right, okay. now you, you got to tell us. Tell us Tell us, Tell us. us the half the time that you, you know. Well, I was in Iraq. And as you can imagine, that place isn't exactly hygienic. <laughs> and uh, I just, it was, uh, I was up for about 36 hours at that point, and I was starving. Uh, the dining facility was open, um, so I had bacon, eggs, and sausage, as, as you do for breakfast. And in the quarter mile... In the military, mile, that's, that's a staple it, for it was, breakfast. Uh, oh, yeah. And, but prepared by, you know, uh, contractors, Filipino contractors, and those guys were... Mwah, on point as far as their cooking goes. I guess it was just my, me and my stomach because it was a quarter mile down the road and I had to walk a mile back to my trailer. About a quarter mile in, I couldn't <laughs> hold it. And you can't just go into a building to use a bathroom. We destroyed all the plumbing. So the nearest bathroom was a mile to my trailer. Mm -hmm. So that was a long walk of shame. Couldn't you just step hey, off and hey, dump? No, hey, there is hey, no stepping off. It. Did, did you fill your boots? <laughs> I was in PT, so I was in tennis shoes and socks. <laughs> does does did anybody witness this? None. Well, that's good. Okay. Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah, good for I, you. I, I got away with it. I I blame until today. <laughs> well, what hey, are they going to do? Let's see. If, let's see if we have any fans ballsy enough to send in their story. Yeah, I'm 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 curious to know that as well. So send us send us Share your story if you're ballsy enough. Oh, that's funny. That's we, funny. We're a racing podcast, aren't we? 
something like that. Well, you know, this is all Dale Jr.'s fault. Yeah, he, it is. He started this on the Dale Jr. download. We're just we're just running with it. So, um, yeah, let's be let's be honest. If I keep making predictions like I did Chase Elliott, nobody's gonna listen to this shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, so stop doing that. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, did you answer us on the ten different winners? You say yes or no? Oh no, I never did answer that. So I think we will have a repeat winner. Um, I think. Have you guys gave your picks yet? Nope. No. Okay. And I haven't really. I mean, I thought about it, but I haven't settled down on who yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead and shoot. Um, go ahead and let us know now, and I'll log them in. Uh, here. Bob, 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 Keselowski, and Bowman. Oh, Bowman, huh? Okay. Ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I want to change that. Nope, it already came into your mouth. We're sticking with that. Whatever, that's fine. That's fine. I'm kidding. If you uh, want to change it, you, this is your last chance. I'm not. No, that... you know what? I'll, I'll, I, it came out of my mouth. I'll man up to it. That's what. It, that's what it'll be. So. Well, Pinsky had speed in the uh, the June race, so you know you might be on the scent with Kozlowski there. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give mine picks too now that we're talking about it, and I'll go ahead and run through the fantasy points here in just a second since we got you on the on the phone. I don't know how long you uh, got to spare with us this evening, but uh, no, we're good for a while. I'm gonna go uh, with Logano, another Pinsky driver. And I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna go with Truex. I really thought about going all Gibbs because they 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 got the momentum right now. So I gotta go. I got at least do one Gibbs. I'm gonna go Truex to redeem himself after Watkins Glen and uh, Logano. Saka, who you got? Well, I haven't made any picks this year. That's so right. I'm gonna be way behind. Yeah. How how come you of all people are not part of our fantasy? Because I would be in dead last. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, hey, at least you leave. At least you get love and run for money. Oh, hey, I'm not in last. <laughs> All right, so True. since these are probably going to be my only picks this year, I guess they better be good. I was going to go with Keselowski, but that feels kind of cheap. I don't want to duplicate uh, anybody, uh, so okay. I will go with uh, Kyle Busch, and. Okay. And I don't want to do Harvick. They, they seem to come together. <laughs> so I, I don't want those guys in, in a package. Uh, so let's just say I'll do uh, Kyle Bush and we will do Kurt Bush. Why not? The Bushes. Bush Brothers. All right. Uh, Kurt actually finished Bush. second in the June race. So. Yeah, Sokka loves his Bushes. Cricket, cricket. Right? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure someone out there is laughing. All right, so I'm going to uh, run through the points here while we're on this agenda here. Hear, hear, hear about that. Hear, always, I got one more for you. Socket taps the bushes. Is that better? Not really. Uh, sure. Okay, never mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe my phone's on mute. Maybe my phone's on mute. Is it on mute? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> All right, so we'll run through the standings here um, this weekend at... Watkins Glen, uh, let's see here. You had Gasman, uh, Kyle, and Truex. So that netted you 85 points. I had Truex and Byron, which netted me 74 points. Jeff Stainhook had Kurt Busch and Joey Logano, earning 43 points. Joseph Adams had Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch, netting 93 points. 
Uh, John Elliott had Keselowski and Hamlin netting 82 points. Daniel Cameron had Kyle, Bush, and Truex, 85 points there. Eddie Greer had Truex and Hamlin, so our second and third place finishers netting 101 points. That's our second yeah. most. That's our second Eddie, most Yeah, points scoring. Eddie had two strong weeks, man. Yeah, 91 points last week, 101 this weekend, so he's mounting to come back. And then uh, Harvick and Kyle Busch for Jessica Mueller netting 67 points. So total now, and I promise everyone I will post these on Facebook and Twitter as soon as the podcast is over here. Jessica Mueller has first place, retains first at 15.55. Joseph Adams in second with 15.41. Gasman in third with 15.20. Uh, Daniel ah. Daniel Cameron in fourth with uh, fourteen nineteen. Uh, I move up to fifth with thirteen eighty eight, and Jeff Stainhook into sixth with thirteen sixty five. Just a point back to John Elliott in seventh with thirteen sixty four, and Eddie uh, with a couple strong runs in the last couple weekend. He's making some points up. He's got twelve fifty six. So he's come a long Ooh, way. Yeah, yeah, that's all Yeah, yeah, remember you missed like the first four races. Right. I think it was. Yep, yep. So. Well, now, so, so talk about points there, Lugs. Uh, we got a couple of memes uh, sent to us. Um, do we have a meme winner? Uh, I, I haven't made my final decision yet. Have you? Well, I think, yeah, out of the ones that were sent to us, I do have a favorite. Okay, who's that? Yeah. That's uh, Joseph Adams with the one he said on Snapchat. The red carpet one? Oh, no, on Snapchat. Which one was that? Yeah, I, I forwarded it to you. You said you really liked it. Was that the one on the red shot. carpet with Aquaman and... Uh, yes. Where he's sneaking up behind him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll post that, but basically it's, uh, it's a red carpet uh, meme where Aquaman's standing there oblivious to the fact that... Um, Henry Cavill, is that I think it is, Superman is like creeping up behind him, about to tackle him, and then over it, it says, vice versa, vice versa, it's Henry Cavill standing there, and Aquaman sneaking up behind him. Oh, okay, so vice versa, but regardless, it's yeah. Byron sneaking yeah. up on on Kyle, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and then of course we all know that that uh, Superman's going to break check uh, Aquaman. <laughs> All right, so uh, you said who sent that to us? Uh, Joseph Adams. All right, and anyway, that was what, five points? Yep. All right, so he, he gains five yep. points on you in Mueller. Yeah, I know. I, really <laughs> did, I didn't really want to do that, but I thought I'd be fair and honest. So. All right, so I'll add those in the next week. Uh, let's see here. Um yeah, I know you guys haven't got the news yet, but the Xfinity series, there's some news that came out today that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Jeffrey Earnhardt? Yes. So, is it okay we go ahead and bring that up while I'm on the, on the show? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, last couple of weeks we've actually kind of been talking about the whole IK9 and Extreme Concepts uh, that's been sponsoring Jeffrey Earnhardt. And, you know, and not... Not to do like a direct comparison to DC Solar, but it kind of had that feel to it. And then, you know, we talked about that show that today is announced that that basically Joe Gibbs and Jeffrey kind of splitting. And, and 
diving deeper into that, Jeffrey pulled his contract from IK9. So, but you know, let's, let's ponder this. Why would a driver pull away purposely from a sponsor? I don't have no clue, man. I mean, I mean, the, the IK9 is still on the 18 car this weekend, but it's not being driven by Jeffrey. Yeah. So, so, so again, why would a – we hear, you know, from Benny and everybody else that calls in how hard it is to get a freaking sponsor. So why, why would you, you why would you separate from one? Away? I don't know. So that makes me wonder, okay, is he catching on to, you know, there's something going on with IK9 that we don't know of yet that he's worried about? He wants to distance himself from them. I mean, I it's all speculation. I don't know. Uh, you know, we've never really, in the public knowledge, we've never seen that happen before, where a driver just walks away from a sponsor. So this is kind of uncharted territory or uncharted waters. I don't know. I have no clue. So, you know, one would think maybe, yeah, there's something different or something going on there that would cause that. But I don't know. Sokka? Yeah. <sighs> I believe, like, as, as Gasman said, all speculation, but it is kind of odd that a driver who has a history with IK9, he's had IK9 affiliation for a few years now, um, and when you look them up, they've, they've got a track record, well, literally and figuratively. Like, you can see news stories where IK9 has helped and, and sent dogs to, um, you know... Uh, uh, train state, dogs yeah, train dogs for states of emergency and getting people out. It's not like a DC Solar where it's like, who is this company? Where are their assets? Like these guys have, you know, had a track record. But you know, seeing Kyle Busch leading the race at Watkins Glen in the IK9 car, and that's not, you know, something that Jeffrey Earnhardt does normally. Let Let's just throw that out there. Uh, yeah, perhaps he did, third, he did finish third at Charlotte with them. Mm-hmm. So when when you when when a company's like, hey, we kind of sign with you, but we like this other driver in your organization a little bit better, you know, I don't know if you know that it was an early separation, like Jeffrey got a, a separation or like a severance from the contract that says, hey, we want to stay with Kyle Busch, but we'd rather be on Kyle's car whenever he drives or something like that. They they want to tie themselves to another driver a little bit more firm. So well, this weekend it's Jack Hawksworth, yes. which is an IMSA driver, former IndyCar driver, and they're at a Road America this weekend, uh, Mid Ohio, Mid Ohio. So you know they're bringing in a road course, road courser, expecting big things for sure. Uh, but you know there there could have been something behind the scenes where it was an amicable separation. Jeffrey agreed to step down and, and cancel the contract for reasons that may benefit him in the future or mm-hmm. something that would benefit the team because he's not leaving KBM. He's still affiliated with Kyle Busch Motorsports, just not IK9. So it seems to me you like... Joe Gibbs? Or, yeah, Joe, Joe Gibbs. So, you know, it, it seems like there was something extra in it for Jeffrey had he amicably walked away like, hey, we really want you to step down. Here's a little something on the side maybe to, to encourage you to step down from this. I don't know. Yeah, it's all speculation. We don't know. It's just very strange. But I do very know strange. people were lighting up the IK9 social media accounts, and they ultimately said, look, Jeffrey did it. Go bug him. Yeah. And, like, that was their official response. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's hilarious. And, and kudos for them being transparent because, I mean, 
I'm sure they are getting attacked yeah. and, and negatively if, if, you know, most of the fans think that it's they're on their end and it's not. So, you know, I think that's good for them at least being a little bit transparent in that situation. So um, while we're on it, we're just going to talk about Xfinity. Um, so this weekend they were at Watkins Glen as well. We saw Austin Sendrick score his first Xfinity win over A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, pretty good ending to that race as far as it was exciting. Uh, he passed Almendinger with like two to go, essentially, and, and they were dueling. So um, pretty exciting finish to that race. Ultimately, though, A.J.'s car did not meet um, post-race inspection, so he was he was disqualified uh, again. So second you know race that he's ran for that team and been disqualified. So that's kind of... I mean, shows that AJ's got the talent, but unfortunately, you know, something's not getting tidied up enough there that he's he's getting they're getting finding something in the post race. So I don't know. I think he's still got a couple more races with the team. I I can't remember. Gasman is he in that car this weekend for Mid Ohio? Do you remember? I I do not remember. I know it was like five races. I think that he's going to race maybe three. And I thought Mid Ohio. Was I think one of them. I think it was all the road courses. So if he, you know, if he's in there this weekend, hopefully we don't see the same thing there. Uh, we also saw uh, Justin Allgaier and Chastain, uh, Ross Chastain, get into it this weekend. Uh, kind of like the whole Bubba and Kyle thing. Uh, initially, it was Chastain putting Allgaier into the tire barriers and the carousel. And then it was, uh, or at bus stop, bus and then uh, vice versa. Then you saw Al Geyer taking Chastain out in the in the carousel. Um, so, what's your? Did you get to see the Xfinity race, uh, Saka or Gasman? Yeah, I, I, I seen most of. it. I was working on the house, but I did see the highlights of what I missed. Uh, so Ross got in Al Geyer, but really didn't put Al Geyer really like into the wall. Now. Yeah. Algar getting the Chastain, after Chastain thing for sure. Yeah, and he came out afterwards and said, "I didn't mean to crash the car." He said, "I meant to spin him." He was he was fully intention, you know, revealed his intentions, but he said he he did not mean to crash the car. He said, "I know the team owner, you know, I didn't mean to do that, but ultimately, you can't take it back." So, uh, it is what it is. So which so which incident was more entertaining the? Algaier Chastain versus the Bush Byron Bush Bubba incident. Oh, I would say definitely the Cup Series. Which one? Oh, out of all of them, what's the most entertaining? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say Bubba, the Bubba and Bush, or the Blaney Johnson. Just because we were talking about this briefly before you called in, is like when's the last time you saw Johnson that upset with someone? It's funny because he didn't really even raise his voice. He just pointed his finger like a mad dad at his son. Well, you couldn't really hear a lot of the dialogue also, I don't feel like. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you couldn't hear the dialogue, but you can also tell by his facial expression that he wasn't being like forceful. Like, like you didn't see a head movement, you didn't see neck stains, you know, stuff like that. So, But, but you did. Uh, and by the way, guys, just to let you know, I have no idea where the hell I'm at right now. Are I you just, just driving, driving around? I'm literally... Yeah, I'm driving around literally in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, and I just seem like I might be on the ACV trail right now, actually. So. Do you have cows? I, I, I've passed a lot of cows. <laughs> well, don't hit them. Stay off Twitter. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I even had, 
don't think I even have reception out here, like uh, internet reception. Yeah, well, if you if we lose you here in a second, we'll know what happened then. Oh, be a shame if we <laughs> lost gas, man. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> thanks, Doc. Go pound sand. <laughs> go pound sand. Our our catchphrase. Uh, so let's yeah. we'll move on. Talk about the truck series, Eldora Thursday evening. Uh, I did get to see that. How about you, boys? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's fun to watch, dude. It's it so was exciting. fun to watch, man. But damn, there was a lot of yellow flag laps. <laughs> That's true. That, that is true. Like, I ha- literally almost half of the race was yellow flag laps, caution flags. So I think next year they need to make a provision. Either the, the yellow flags don't count or they're going to add some lap. I mean, I mean, literally, it was like a two-lap shootout at the end is what it came down to. But ultimately, we saw Stuart Friesen win his first ever truck race. Yeah, we had two first-time winners in a row. I was really hoping that, that on the cup side we'd see a brand-new winner again, maybe like a Suarez yeah. or a Byron. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be exciting. And Briscoe tried to put on a hell of a show coming back. He tried. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely entertaining. I love Eldora. We did have um, a penalty come out of the um, truck series this week as well. Sheldon Creed's team suspended three team yeah. members due to yeah. unsecured uh, ballast. They lost balance out of, ballasts out of the truck. So the crew chief, the car chief, and another team member are suspended for three races. Yeah. yeah. That was specifically FBI, yeah, stated. Member was an engineer. Yeah. Because they they said in like the uh the before practice, make sure that everything stays in your truck because if you lose ballast it's gonna be a bad time for all of you and unfortunately trucks got damaged from that lost ballast and you know, unfortunate for them and uh, they you have to call it. Yeah, and it's kinda of scary being there at a dirt track with um you know, not the most in you know up to standards um, fencing. You know, I'm sure I'm sure it meets all the minimum requirements of what whatnot. But you know, it's not your traditional paved track facility. Uh, so, be kind of scary to know that those could come out and then one of the trucks hit them and knock it up. You know, in the stand that that yeah. kill somebody easily. Yeah, and, and talking about that, we did see a uh, a dirt track race this week actually where a car flipped over and pieces went into the stands and uh, killed some people. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Actually, in, in, in the infield, yeah, it went into the infield and killed some people, or at least one person at least. So. That's crazy. Um, yeah. any other takeaways from the truck race before we move on to the rest of the news? No, I don't have anything. So, I, I, you guys may have talked about this and I missed it. Uh, but wasn't Kyle Busch a douchebag brake check and Byron like that? Yeah, we said that was that's a that's a Kyle thing to do. Um, I don't think anybody was surprised by it, but um, Byron wasn't the smartest decision on Byron's end. No. So what's your thoughts on Canals kind of telling him what to do? Yeah, that's... I can see Chad. He's frustrated. Chad's vocal. He's used to, you know, Jimmy Johnson, the seven-time champion. Like, he expects perfection, and when he feels wrong, he is a little bit too vocal if you ask me. A crew chief should just analyze, calm the driver down, not get the driver fired up. Byron needs to know where to draw the line as mm-hmm. far as listening and taking action. Yeah. Because last weekend when they were at uh, Pocono, they Byron, or I'm sorry, Knaus asked Byron why he didn't jump up and block a 
a car that was coming. And Byron said, because he's 10 mile an hour faster yeah, than me. Yeah, I'm not going to block a car that's 10 mile an hour faster so than me. So Knauss needs to pump the brakes a little bit, realize he's up on the pit box, not in the car, and realize there's a it's a whole different world out there, right? So I understand he's passionate about the sport and the team and, and that specific instance and time frame, but he, he needs to pull the reins back a little bit. Yeah, I think he went overboard for a crew chief. Yep. Yeah, and, and I'm sure he instantly regretted it, like a lap later. Whenever, yeah, whenever William comes in with a busted up car, he's like, "Yeah, that's kind of my fault." There goes, there goes Zinni. You know, maybe, or, maybe that whole uh, throwback paint scheme went to his head. <laughs> Go out there and hit the pace car, except for pace yeah. car, it was Cobblish. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, on that, we, you know, that was unveiled this week. Uh, Byron is running a throwback at Darlington. That's homage to. Days of Thunder. Yeah, they even did a little social media outreach, sort of staging the scene where Cole Trickle was to ride up on his motorcycle. And it's, who is this driver? Oh, he's been running open wheels. And, you know, that whole scene where uh, he gets, you know, introduced with the car. And that's really cool to embrace the movie that everyone loves mm-hmm. in the sport and sort of play that role. And exciting to see, for yeah. sure. Yep. Woo! I found civilization, folks. Good for you. <laughs> Is it just like a house with someone standing outside with a chainsaw? or? Hey, it's a highway. I found a highway. The, you found the road. Good job. Yeah. Um, on right. other news, Sorry so other news, Darlington-wise, um, Bubba unveiled a throwback scheme this weekend uh, honoring Adam Petty. Yeah. So that was a pretty, pretty cool-looking... Yeah. That that takes me back to high school. Yeah, pretty, like pretty cool scheme. Yeah, yeah. And someone brought up, you know, with with uh, Bubba doing that paint scheme. Why doesn't Ganassi do a Kenny Irwin throwback for uh, Larson? Yeah, that would be would be pretty that cool would be to awesome. see. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Hmm. Uh, so talking about news, fellows, and mainly logs there. Uh, so last week we left some breadcrumbs on who we're going to interview at Bristol. Yes. So do we reveal that, or do we leave more breadcrumbs? Well, I saw you posted it on our Twitter on someone's reply. So yeah, I posted it once. And it's that was out like there. Well, weeks ago. Now it's public knowledge. Uh, technically, it is out there. It, 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 technically, it is, but people aren't going to go digging through our replies. It shouldn't be that hard to find. <laughs> You've got three replies. Which one has a name? That's not true. <laughs> Gasman's very vocal on the Twitter. Um, uh, I, uh, he, not much as I should be. But. He he's on there attacking Rob Kaufman and Steve Phelps on a daily basis. So, hey, no, it's it's been a couple days. <laughs> Making sure his media privileges get removed. <laughs> so uh, while we're on the con- on the topic, yeah, we will be at Bristol this this next weekend after Michigan. So if you fans are going to be out there, find us, tweet us, uh, slide in our DMs, let us know. We'll meet up with you. We got some uh, free swag. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be handing out. So come and find us. Uh, we're gonna meet meet a couple drivers. I think got a couple things lined up out there. But would love to meet some fans if you're gonna be out there. Um, last thing that I have news wise is uh, and this is today. It was announced today. Discount Tire signed a multi year agreement extension with Penske. They're actually gonna be the primary uh, sponsor for more races. Um, Roger on Roger Pinsky's uh, Brad Keselowski's car next year in 2020. Uh, they're going from 10 primary races to 15 next year, and I believe they they're covering all the crown jewels. So the, the championship finale at, at Phoenix, 
um, Indianapolis and also uh, the Daytona 500. So cool to see that sponsor expanding and signing a multi-year deal. Uh, I like Discount Tire. I've I've got tires there a few times. So cool to see them in the sport and signing a longer contract. To me, they always had great customer service. They do, yeah. Uh, you know, you guys probably remember conversations I had about tires with a Vinny on a couple of episodes. Yeah. And, and uh, I actually, based on our conversation, went and bought a pair of really expensive freaking tires from Discount Tires. Yeah. So, yeah. folks, um, go use Before Discount Tire. Our sponsors. Yeah. Go, yes, support the sponsors. Go use Discount Tire. Uh, any will sponsor an episode by giving us a set of tires? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. You don't need tires, anyways. I saw. I heard you were buying a new truck. <laughs> Only if my truck mysterious, my other truck mysteriously burns up. Well, we we might be able to arrange <laughs> that to happen. Yeah. So Gasman, yeah, so Gasman's got this truck is awesome. Gasman's got a sweet truck oh. there in Wisconsin, just to fill everybody in. So maybe maybe he'll post the photo later on Twitter or something. You can see it. But try. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. It's actually, I actually posted on Snapchat already. Um, so essentially, my company's got to deal with one of the rental car companies that you get a medium level car, but they have this like what they have with this called this aisle that equivalents to a medium sized car. Mm-hmm. You can choose any car in that aisle. So you. So went, I got a I got a jacked up 2019 uh, Dodge Ram Rebel. It's got like like red interior, like red leather interior. Um, it just it's a sweet looking truck. It's got air ducts on the hood and all kinds of fancy shit. Nice stuff, fancy stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Supporting Dodge, huh? All right. What was the other options? Uh, a Nissan Frontier, or like a Toyota. Camry and I think I get a Nissan Maxima or something. I was a whole row of junk. This trash looked. I'm a truck guy. I look and see this. I'm like, all right, I'm getting that one. It's taller <laughs> than the rest. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, any any foot footnote remarks, uh, gas man, before we wrap up here, especially with it uh, next week being Bristol. Uh, not a whole lot. I want to thank Sokka for stepping in. I know he cannot fill my shoes. And he's trying, but I appreciate the efforts anyway. Um, <laughs> God, you guys, where's the freaking laughter at tonight? Hey, I laughed. Sokka didn't. Anyway. What? I said I laughed. Sokka what? didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, anyway, next week at Bristol, it's going to be an exciting freaking time. Uh... We're going to post what we can on all media platforms that we can. It will be hard for us to keep up with it. Um, we will have probably, I'm sure we'll release our interviews throughout the day or at least at night of, uh, of, the, of what we did during the day. Um, and so it, I, do have one, I do have one request to the fans besides all the other requests during the show. I, I do have one more request to add in is that, Let's just say we're going to be talking to your favorite driver. What are some questions that you want answered? Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a good one. So, um, yeah, yeah, send us those questions because this is a new ball game for us, mm-hmm. and we, we we could use a little help there in that in that department. So send us send us some good questions that you don't typically get to ask or you don't see other reporters or interviewers ask and 
maybe yeah. we can we can work that out. No boring. How's the car? Are you excited to race tonight? Yeah, so exactly, Sock. I'm I'm going to stay away from what all the big media outlets do, and I want to be a little more personal with the drivers or the crew chiefs, whoever we talk to. If you could be any cookie, what kind of cookie <laughs> would you be? Um, Gasman, are we still doing next week's episode on the drive? As uh, long as you bring the mic, or I guess I give you a little recorder, then yeah, we can. That, that's, that works for me. Okay. So, so I'm in Wisconsin slash Minnesota until I fly in and you pick me up on the way to Bristol. So. Yeah, so what we're going to do is similar to what we did for the uh, Coke 600 program is where we... We had a long drive, so we just recorded on the drive and then uploaded that using a hotspot. So we'll probably do that. So that basically means next week's episode will be delayed a day because we're not driving to Bristol until Thursday evening. So uh, you won't see late, our late evening. Yeah, so you won't see our typical upload on Wednesday. It'll actually be delayed a day, but um, you know it'll be worth it. Okay. I think so. All right. So closing and closing remarks. Anything else, guys? Yeah. I don't have any. Uh, I just again appreciate Sokka for stepping in. Yeah, go check out Sokka's channel. He is a YouTube what do you just how would you describe yourself? Let's player. Let's uh, player. So uh, he uh, does strategy like game, simulation game, racing. Racing, NASCAR especially. In fact, myself and Lugs every Thursday following the schedule. So uh, we'll be heading to Michigan by the time you hear this, and you know, stay stay tuned. It was a pretty good race. Yeah, so go ahead and tell them your your name on there. Spell it out so they can search for it. <laughs> All right, so you head to YouTube S A K A K I N O R I S A. How did you or, come up with that name? It's a character. Oh, okay. it, it's easy. And also, I will be taking the uh, news portion and putting a video podcast sort of highlight clip. Uh, if you've seen Glass Case of Emotion or the Dale Jr. Download highlights of a nine-minute snippet of the podcast, you can uh, search for it this weekend. Um, just YouTube search Wrecking and Racing Podcasts, and I'm sure it'll pop up, and you can find me that way. Oh, you missed out on that, Gas Man. We did, we're not going to see your beautiful face on there. On what? <laughs> And he's hit a cow. <laughs> he wasn't. He to, folks, he was totally not even listening to us. This, he this, tuned you out, Sokka. How does that make you feel? <laughs> this is the best day of your life, and you just... Okay. <laughs> what? No, well, my face on what? I, I missed on what my face is supposed to be on. No, I said, you, we're going to miss your face. You're not going to be on the video. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> He has no idea okay. what we're talking no, about. No, not a clue. All of a sudden, yeah, he's going no to get, idea. he's going to get like, where were you on the video podcast? We did a video podcast. <laughs> All right, guess man, we're going to let you go. Let you navigate your way back to wherever you came from or wherever you got to go. So listen to this yeah, podcast. No gonna... Listen to this podcast when we get it uploaded here, buddy. Okay. All right, sounds great. See you guys. All right, yeah, be safe you, up there. Bye. all right that was gas man that was gas man live in in 2d uh (laughs) pretty much he's off in the ether we'll uh we'll hear from him like i said he'll be back next week whenever we uh we we record our on the road on the road man um podcast next week so again i want to say thanks to Sokka. appreciate you stepping in thanks for having me it was really fun 
go check his uh, YouTube channel out. Subscribe to him. And uh, again, thanks for listening, fans. Send us those interview questions. Uh, I will give you a hint. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to give you a hint who we're going to talk to. But we'll we'll tell you next week's episode on Thursday. We'll tell you who we all who we've got lined up. It's a it is a Cup Series driver contender to win Con- every week. He is a win. He okay. Here's your hint. He has won a race this year. Uh, so tune in. Send us the questions you want us to ask him, and uh, we'll do our best to to field those questions. So again, uh, thanks and have a great week. Bye. And the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.